Warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey there, spooksters, and welcome back to another Stabby Snippet here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Jessica, and like always, I am joined by my favorite person on the planet, Tara. Hey, spooksters. Today, we are going to be discussing part one of four Mm -hmm. of the new Duggar documentary out on Amazon Prime, and it is called Happy Shiny People. Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) And that we've watched the first episode, and we're going to talk about it. And I'm going to say this, if Mm -hmm. you are in a space where you're recovering from Christian or religious persecution or being in a place where like you're healing from bad things in church, this might not be the series for you. Yeah, for sure. But if you are here for the the Duggar drama, mm-hmm. stick around. We got things to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never taking a moment to think about what you need from yourself. I know for me, I am guilty of that and it caused me a lot of burnout and sometimes you just have to realize you do deserve self-care because when we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling so stretched thin and therapy can give you the tools to find a more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind which this was something in my earlier 20s that I was just not good at balancing. I was extremely drained, but therapy, I got into it. It helped me set up healthy boundaries for myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash girls today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Spooked Girls. Okay, so right off the gate, the fucking craziness of this show. If, if you don't know, if you've been living under a rock for like the past, what, 15 years? Mm-hmm. The Duggars are this like super Christian nationalist clan because there's so many of them that (laughs) basically became popular because jim bob and that is his fucking legal name Mm -hmm. that like 
Do you remember when Jim Bob used to be the insult name, like you would call someone? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, this dude's name is real Jim Bob. I thought people were just making fun of him. Jim Bob Duggar. He was a state representative in Arkansas. He ran Mm -hmm. for state senate. He ran for like U.S. Senate for Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I blocked all that out or forgot that that was a thing because I was Mm -hmm. like mind blown I was like what the fuck but yeah because they were they were that he was a state representative prior to to the show and everything yes and they were just this cute little family of like so fucking many like (laughs) 12 kids at the time oh my god and he he served four years so two terms Mm -hmm. and then ran for senate and then lost Mm-hmm. But that kind of set him on the trajectory. Basically, there was this photo taken, and I think it was put in like the New York Times or the New York Post or some shit, mm-hmm. something New Yorky. And <laughs> basically, it was like about this small town man who had all these kids with his wife, who, by the way, they got married when she was 17. Uh huh. And he was 19. I was like, when okay, at first I was like, oh, what's got his age going to be? And they were like 19. And this is how bad the world has gotten in this kind of like Christian nationalist bullshit is that you're like, oh, at least it was only two years. Exactly. I thought the same freaking thing. And then I was like, wait, Ugh. it's still bad. Right? Still bad. But like, and we've talked about this on here. Like for some reason, like Hollywood and churches have this thing mm-hmm. where it's like, you don't have to obey the law when it comes to like age of consent they're like it's okay god loves it god loves them and so everything is fine you're like no ma'am <laughs> no ma'am that's not how that works but no, okay it's the law. <laughs> so on the show on this particular shiny happy people people who are interviewed is amy king mm-hmm. she is the duggar cousin, cousin. So, like, yeah. if you followed the show, she's the wild, crazy cousin that, like, comes The in. wild child. Right. Like, she was, like, no. a normal... She was, like, I listen to Avril Lavigne, and my ears are pierced, and I actually I think the, the Duggars can have their ears pierced, but, like, you know, she's, like, I wear jeans, and they're, like... Yeah. I just remember that little boy was, like, Amy's not like us, but we still like her, and I was, like, <laughs> just feel like you've said that about a lot of people, and it's not good context anytime. No. I know. It's like, oh my God. Yes, she's in it. And we get one of the Duggar children in it as Jill well. Jill is in it. With Jill. her husband, Derek, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Who mm-hmm. I liked Derek. I always, yeah. Kind of, like when they were courting and everything. Cause I, I watched remember it. that too. I had a friend who watched it. So when I'd go to her house, I would like catch episodes. Mm-hmm. And I remember when they were dating and I thought they were really cute. And I was kind of hoping that she would get out of the house. Yeah. And it's amazing to me because this show, 19 Kids and Counting, is what it ended up being. Mm-hmm. Launched all these other things like Welcome to Plathville. There's so many yeah. other ones. And it's kind of the same thing happens is that these kids grow up in this like super conservative, non-technological family. Like there's no TVs, there's no radios, mm-hmm. there's no whatever and they grow up in this family and you know they grow up in the family and then they go out into the world and they like meet other people like jill met Derek, and like on right. plathville that older boy met his wife and had a coke for the first time and his whole world was like <laughs> he was like my parents lied to me it's like imagine like right. imagine believing something so much that literally a coca-cola could shatter your worldview 
Oh, I know. It's insane. But can I say something real quick? Please do. Okay. So I didn't realize the evolution of how they got their show. I didn't realize. I didn't know about this. I remember the specials. Okay. See, I don't. Because they did did a Christmas one. They did, they did like what, like six or seven of them? Uh huh. It was on Discovery yeah. Health, which is no longer around. It's just just it's Discovery Plus now. <laughs> they, and then it well, then it became like TLC kind of took them over. Yes, which is stands for in case you didn't know the Learning Channel. You don't learn shit from the Learning Channel, though. Except for how to not be a human. I mean, that's still learning something. Though that does make sense now, knowing all of that. Why, mm. like. Sister Wives and, and all those TL like why all the TLC shows are on there because it's Makes like sense. all yeah. together. Like I didn't I didn't really know the like logistics of that. So I remember when they like okay so they lived in this like tiny little house right right mm-hmm. and, and then we see that yeah and then they talk about moving to the big house and at one point in time they take all of their kids to Disneyland like TLC is like we're taking you to Disneyland. Imagine never fucking seeing a Disney movie a day in your life and then being taken to Disneyland. <laughs> like, I'm sure the little kids were terrified. Like, just they Mickey had Mouse to be. It's like yeah. a weird concept. Like a giant yes. fucking mouse is running around and then you're like, yeah, no, it's a, it's, it's a weird <sighs> thing. But they belong to this church called the Institute for Basic Life Principles or IBLP. IBLP. I wrote it on my notes. I had to because I was like, I can't get it right. (laughs) Yeah. And basically, it started by this guy named Bill Gothard. Yes. And he, there's some pictures out there of him. He straight looks like the devil. His eyes are weird. Oh, my God. Yeah. He basically founded, it kind of goes to the history of this. He basically was part of an evangelical church. His dad Mm -hmm. was a preacher and also was in charge of the Gideon. So when you go you know, to the hotel and you pull out the door and there's the Bible. Those are Gideon Bibles. Mm -hmm. And they're like put out by this, you know, by this organization. Yeah. And trust me, and I grew up hearing stories of like people, they would tell you in church, I was on my last, I was going to kill myself and I was in a hotel room going to do it. And I opened up the Bible and I just was, you know, and I'm like, why, one, why were you opening the the Bible? It was in the drawer. Uh, nothing else. The TV wasn't working. I'm like, okay, this story seems very like orchestrated. (laughs) A little bit. And in my head, I'm like, no, you were going to get in the Bible to get paper to like roll a joint. That's where my head went. Yeah, right. And then they were like, (laughs) the Bible spoke to them. So these Gideon Bibles. So basically, Bill's dad did this. And then he kind of was like, well, he started this thing like in high school about like basically he saw other kids making bad choices and he built a whole like organization based on, I know it's right, you just follow this, and you'll be good. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting, because Jim Bob says something, and he goes, my dad wasn't spiritually, like, wealthy, or fit, mm-hmm. or something like that, so we were struggling. And I was like, that, I grew up being taught that the closer you were to God, the more prosperous you would be. And then mm-hmm. you were struggling, it was God testing you. And I know some yeah. people who have struggled a long ass time. And I'm like, when is God going to deliver your happiness? When are you going to get out of your like debt bubble and get into your McMansion? Mm-hmm. But it's this like, it's a circle of poverty thing. So he basically started these seminars 
and was like, okay, people should show up. People should come to them. People should follow these like seven basic principles. And I remember being in church as a kid and they would like do the seven basic principles. I wasn't in the IBPLP or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like it was taught in other like evangelical because I grew up in a Christian nationalist church. Like let's, mm-hmm. be, let's be real. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so because of that, Jim Bob got real into this because he mm-hmm. was having some trouble and this put him yes. on the right path. Then they introduced Michelle, who was raised as a, she was a new Christian when Jim Bob found her. And just the gross story of like Ew, the yeah. fact that he was out ministering and this guy was like, there's this girl named Michelle and she's a cheerleader. She's newly saved. They're from Arkansas. That's why I'm doing the accent, guys. I just want everyone to know. <laughs> I mean, these are not good people, so it's fine. It's true. <laughs> I like doing accents. It just also gives me an opportunity to, you know, flex a little here. And so he goes and meets her and she's just like... 16 year old cheerleader who's like mm. super peppy and has had 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 boyfriends and had to ask god for <gasps> forgiveness for forgiveness things. and then they like get together and not very much longer like literally like a year or so later they get married mm. yeah and he's 19 and she's 17 it's interesting because they start this and they start talking about birth control Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is going to lead to an abortion thing, which is like one of the reasons why he got into politics is because Mm. he was watching. He was like, there were like 2000 people who marched on the Capitol and they didn't vote the ban through. They voted it down. So I had to become, you know, it's this whole big thing. But like Mm. she talks about how they have Josh. She was on birth control when she conceived Josh. Yeah. Doesn't sound like she was really great with birth control. Just saying. No. Yeah. Because the. They go and they get pregnant again, and she's on birth control, but this time she has a miscarriage. And mm-hmm. I looked it up, and it's like 11% chance of that happening. That's pretty low. Yeah. I've known people in my mm-hmm. life who were like, found out they were pregnant and just like took like an entire month of birth control and nothing happened to them. I'm not suggesting anyone do that by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. It's not me suggesting, but like, it's a low number. And then this is what made me physically sick, and I had to stop taking notes. She was like, I had to ask God for forgiveness because I was taking birth control and my baby died. Yeah. And I'm like, somebody is fucked with your head so much. Apparently, Jim Bob's parents and Michelle's parents do not believe in this. No. If you can get pregnant, have a baby. No, they don't. They're like, what? Like, every time they'd have a kid, they'd be like, you're done? Yeah. Ugh. It just, it made me so, like... Roast out. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then we're introduced to a new dude who I didn't know about. Ah, uh, yes. His name is Jim Holt. Jim and Bobby Holt. Mm-hmm. I liked the way Bobby spelled her name. However, yeah, this is fun. also another gross moment. Mm, is when yeah. Jim meets Bobby, somebody tells him she's like 17, 18, and he's like Jim Bob's age, like 19 or mm-hmm. older. Mm-hmm. And they start dating when she's fo- she's actually 14. Yeah. Oh my God. I was literally like, what the fuck? He makes a joke about it. Like, you know, we marry early in Arkansas. And I was like, still not okay. No. (laughs) Doesn't help your narrative. But like, you can kind of see the one thing I think about Jim so far. I've only watched one episode, guys. Yes. My evolution of my respect for Jim Holt is still growing. Mm -hmm. Is you can tell that he has a lot of regrets. 
Yeah. You can tell, like, he's done some, like, reflecting and has been like, yeah, that wasn't a smart move. I should have done mm-hmm. that. Like, I should have waited till my wife was of age, you know? Mm-hmm. I do like later in the show when <laughs> they go, how many kids do you have? And he's like, "I we have two, a boy and a girl. And his wife was like, we have 11 kids. <laughs> like, he's like, it's going to lie and cover up. But yeah, I do. I do kind of like Jim, like even though he has some like questionable history, I kind of feel like maybe he's seen the light. I think so. Hopefully, I guess we'll see as we go through this series. You're going to find out with us. And if yeah. I come back next episode and I am upset with Jim Holt, you guys should know this. Yeah. Also on the show is oh, yeah. Jim Bob's sister. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of people who, like, there's a girl who does, it's called, like, Fundy Fridays, where she does her makeup and talks about, like, Christian fundamental fundamentalism. Mm-hmm. And there's just a bunch of other people in here. Yeah. Like, adults, but that they were raised. They were raised mm-hmm. in these environments. So mm-hmm. I think that that definitely, like, adds to the... To the documentary, I think. You oh, know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. There's someone on there. Her name is Kristen. And she she literally studies religious history. Mm-hmm. So she's like archiving this shit. Mm-hmm. Because at one point in, in the future, people are going to look back on this time and be like, Jesus. Yeah. The 2010s to whenever this Christian fundamentalist shit ends. Mm-hmm. It's going to be crazy time. And so... Good for her for documenting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. So we can look back and be like, let's not do that again. That was wrong. Honestly. But they go into like talking about how the show developed, how they mm-hmm. got their contracts. So Amy talks to her uncle like, how are you on TV? You don't even own a TV. You don't mm-hmm. believe in TV. And he goes, well, it's because it's a ministry and everything comes back to the to IBLP shit and all of that. And... You can kind of see the change. Like, if you watch, like, some of the very first, you know, when it was literally a docuseries, when it was, like, one episode, and then they would Uh do that, and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. it's a series. Like, you see the change. Like, they go from, like, now the Duggars have cell phones, and now, you know, they're doing things. But, like, one of the big... yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they're, like, literally, like, growing with society, but it's also because, like, at first it's novelty. Yes. When you watch the Duggars at first, it's novelty. It's this like strange big family that like, you know, lives on a lives self-sufficiently or goes to Costco type shit and they buy flats of canned food and you're like, oh, that's cool. But then like after a while, you're like, cool, it's that weird family. Mm -hmm. So they had to evolve. And the weird thing is all of their kids, all of the kids in the IBLP are homeschooled and they're taught this like super Christian curriculum. You don't learn math, apparently. You learn that you can be slut-shamed. Literally, that's what they say on the show. It's like, you don't learn math. You learn to be slut-shamed. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Right. Also, you're taking these kids who aren't learning basic skills outside of their own, uh, their own like, community. Right. You know, and they ask Michelle Duggar, like, don't you think it's bad to, like, show that the girls are doing all the cooking and cleaning and the boys aren't? No, and she's like, no, because I think it's a good thing for gender stereotypes. Like some things you just can't get around. Like women do the cooking, women do the cleaning. And it's like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Not, That's not how, how that works. works. <laughs> you can say, this is how it works in my house. Exactly. We have 19 kids. It just makes sense that these, you know, these kids cook, these kids do this. Like you can say whatever. Mm-hmm. But like I grew up on a farm and I hauled hay with my dad. I did shit like that. Like, right. 
there is no gender norms in my family, really. We were Christian nationalists, so it was, I mean, we weren't crazy, as crazy as some Christian nationalists. I want to point that out there, but like. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) Still belong to a, still belong to an evangelical cult, just saying. Yeah. And so then it's like, you watch these kids grow up on TV. Yeah. If you've been paying attention to the Duggar drama in the last, like, seven years. Mm Mm-hmm. You'll know that Josh Duggar, Josh Duggar is the oldest. He married a girl named Anna. Uh-huh. They courted. Their first kiss was on like national fucking television because the first time they ever kissed was at their wedding. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't. No, no, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I still struggle with there's people out there who haven't had sex with their partners that they marry. Yeah. I couldn't imagine never kissing right. of their partner before they got married. What if you kissed them and you were like, ew. And in that faith, you're stuck. Yeah. Look Too at bad. That Anna. Anna's still with that man. That crazy pedo. Yeah. And so that gets brought up. Let's just skip to the pedo stuff. Oh, yeah. You know. I mean, that's that's kind of honestly, if you guys are interested, definitely watch along with us because I know some of you guys do. But it's like it just, you know, they just quickly like go over like, oh, the show's getting more popular, more popular, more popular. And then that's why shit hits the fan, because you bring up what it was like 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. All of this stuff started coming out. Good on that reporter who went fucking looking for the police report, because that's what gets like published with right. In Touch magazine, which is like was one of the big ones for gossip. Right. For sure, Z's. Yeah. Which is at first, like, until people, ma- like, here's the thing. In Touch Magazine is a super gossipy. I don't mm-hmm. trust anything in it until it's backed up by people. Yes. This is how I view my, my gossip magazines. <laughs> when that story broke, I understood that story more than a lot of people understand. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a church. I have a friend who grew up in church who kind of went through the same situation. Mm-hmm. Her friend's brother did stuff to her. And the church protects them. The church protects the boy, always. Mm -hmm. They circle around him. They say things like, and I've seen this happen time and time again, when a young man in the church falls, right? They do something (laughs) fucked up. You know, they beat their wife. (laughs) We we have to pray for brother so-and-so because he and -and so-and-so had a fight and he laid hands on her. We have to pray them through this, right? Mm-hmm. And there's almost no accountability because then they go and they meet with a pastor and they do counseling and suddenly they're better mm-hmm. and they're with their spouse again or they're with, you know, they're just kind of part of the community. And nothing ever really happens to them. But then shit comes down on the woman because then it's like you weren't being obedient to your husband. So he hit you. Yeah. You were merely existing and a boy touched your private part. But it's not his fault because say, like if I ever become a parent. Mm-hmm. And some fucking person says to me, Satan tempted him, him hurt, whatever, and they failed. They gave in. I will fucking deck that parent. Yeah. Tara will be bailing my ass out of jail. Mm-hmm. The amount of times that like actual accountability for somebody's actions within a church is taken is always minimized, especially if you're a guy, is Satan tempted you and you failed. You just have to do better next time. And then Satan keeps tempting them. They keep failing and, you know, they're going to work through it. 
Fuck that. Lock their asses up. Exactly. Josh Duggar should have been arrested. As a teenager. Yeah. As a teenager. (laughs) So basically what happens is in 2002 and in 2003, basically we have an actual date, March 30th of 2003. Jim Mm -hmm. Holt, thank God, tells this. Basically what happens is it's come to light that Josh Duggar has touched or molested some of his siblings. Mm -hmm. Michelle Duggar is like, we're not going to talk about this. Like the fact that Jim Bob and Michelle are like, you know, we're just not going to talk about this. And mind you, this is before they even became a public figure. Oh, yeah. This is before. This is just months before all of this started taking off. Mm -hmm. And Jim Holt and his wife, Bobby. This part I got. Oh, I got so much. And I gave so much respect. Right. Because this is what happened. Kaylee, their daughter, Mm -hmm. who spells it like our friend Kaylee. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) oh, I know. Is around Josh's age. She's born the 1st of March. He's born the 3rd of March. Or flip, vice mm-hmm. versa. They're, they're like two days, days apart, Days apart, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're basically raised together. And Josh goes to his parents and says, I want to court Kaylee. They set it up. So Josh asks Jim and Bobby, can I court Kaylee? Mm-hmm. They were like, sure. Why wouldn't you? Right. Jim and Jim Bob have known each other their whole lives. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck... Isn't that the dream when your best friends is that your kids fall in love so that you're like actually kind of related? Mm-hmm. That's kind of the, right. like what you really want. And they gave their blessing for him to court her. Mm-hmm. And then this comes out and they end up saying like, you know, Josh has done these bad things. But they were like pushing before this for Kaylee and, J- and Josh to get married. Yes. And then so he freaking they realized like why they were pushing. So they were pushing for this to happen. And Jim asked Jim Bob, were you going to tell us? And Michelle and them are like, no, we weren't going to tell you. We were just going to have Josh confess it to Kaylee after they were married. How fucked. So basically, the fucking Duggars were trying to manipulate another family To Mm -hmm. cover up the fact that their son is a pedophile. Yep. Because in this religious sect, once you're married, you're married. There's no fucking way out. Right. So the fact that, like, Kaylee and him would have gotten married and then Josh would have laid his burden. Because this is one of the other things I was taught in church is that, like, when you get married, you confess all of your sins to your partner. Oh. (laughs) Tara's face. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to have a lot of sins to confess. (laughs) You know, you were supposed to become like you're supposed to lay yourself bare before your partner. Mm -hmm. And then like because you're in a union with one another, you kind of like wipe the slate clean and start afresh. Okay, gotcha. Mm -hmm. But how can like think about it like this? How can you sit there? Like imagine you believe this, but you're sitting there and your new husband is like, by the way, I have inappropriately touched my siblings and probably other girls as well. and. To get me to stop, Mm-mm. they were arranging for our underage marriage. Obviously, Jim and Bobby were like big FUs. Yeah. And it was just broke my heart when he was talking about like the fact that because he was like, How deep you want to go into this? And then he kind of just spilt the tea. Yeah. And so basically he says, like, he goes on to his like pasture and he cries and he's upset. And then he goes mm. to Jim Bob and Jim Bob is like, Hey, I'm gonna take Josh down to the police, to this state trooper. Do you mm. want to go with me? And 
Jim Holt is like, fuck yeah, I want to go with you. Let's yeah. go roll out. Right. And they go, and Josh confesses everything to the state trooper. Mm. And the state trooper is like, well, the gist of it is like, well, you're a good young man. Don't do it again. I'm going to give you a warning. Go. Come to find out, this motherfucker is Jim Bob's friend. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing is like, yes, there's a police report, but there's a reason why it went away is because literally it was all for show. Because I believe at this point in time, they were still trying to position Kaylee to be Josh's wife. Mm-hmm. And this whole thing was orchestrated as a show. Then Josh is taken and sent off to Little Rock to an IBLP group home, essentially, where, like, the boys do labor to, like, mm-hmm. to get the icks out of them. I don't think it worked. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think it ever works. But, like, there are these Christian, like, homes where basically you take troubled kids and you send them to and they, like, beat the Bible into them. Literally, sometimes literally beat you with Bibles. Mm-hmm. And so he's there under that Bill God, whatever his name is. So they they basically get him there. Then, in the timeline of all of this happening, Parenting Magazine has decided to orchestrate and do their piece on them, which launches the special by Discovery. Mm-hmm. And they were like, when Parenting Magazine reached out to them, they were like, Jim Holt's like, well, are you going to have Josh be part of this? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I don't know. And they bring the fucker home. They get him out on furlough or whatever. They check Mm -hmm. him out for like a family vacation or whatever. Well, yeah, it was Jim Bob's birthday. So they use that as the excuse. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, well, are you going to tell people about this thing? And they're like, no. And it breaks my heart because like Jill's talking about it. Oh, my gosh. I just want to hug her. Yeah, poor sweet baby. Just poor sweet baby. Jill Duggar. She's sitting there and she's talking like, I don't know if she's going to talk more about it in later episodes. I'm not sure. But she's like, I didn't ever want anybody to know. And I get that like a victim. When you live in a victim shaming society, when your secret of your victim, like the thing that you're ashamed of, of being molested comes out. Why would you like and it broke my heart because like Derek is talking about it. Mm -hmm. And Derek is like, she told me this. Yeah. She laid it bare. And he's like, we were just going to take it to our grave. Yeah. Which, amazing, Derek. Oh, Everyone yeah. applaud Derek, Derek yeah. Dillard right now because he was like, I'm going to protect my wife. Right. And I think one of the biggest problems is that everyone was protecting Josh and not the girls. Mm-hmm. 100%. Fuck you, Michelle Duggar. You basically didn't lock your son up. You subjected your daughters. Yeah. Because you think that he just left and came back and everything was good. The abuse continued. Mm-hmm. Even if those girls are like, it didn't happen after that. Bullshit, it didn't happen after that. Yeah. They knew, like, what was going to happen? Yeah. Jim, Bob, and them go on air and they're like, he was a changed man. In 2015, 16, the therapy worked. His little, like, day camp worker shit worked for him and he's right as right. Oh, yeah. And if you follow the story, like, there's a reason Josh Duggar is in prison. Yeah, which I'm sure will come up later. He a bad, bad man. Also, how the fuck is someone like Jim Bob Duggar not in jail? I, my mind is Why blown. is nobody press charges on a, an adult man who literally helped his teenage son molest kids? Mm-hmm. And I say that and you guys like, come at me, Duggars. I don't give a flying fuck because 
the fact that you put your son ahead of your daughters, multiple yep. daughters. Mm-hmm. I'd still love my son if I found out my son was doing something like this, but I mm-hmm. would get him actual help. Yeah. I'd lock his ass up. Right. Because that might teach him. Mm-hmm. Josh Duggar, I don't remember his sentence at this point. We'll get to that. Ever. Yeah. Well, I don't remember at this point either, but basically right. like, ugh, but like disgusting. this whole, just like watching Jill like break down and cry. It's just like, my heart just aches for this this young lady because mm-hmm. like she's basically been outed on in the public that she was molested. Mm-hmm. And then she had to sit there and they'll talk about it. I know they talk about this in later episodes, but we know this. She sat there and was like, we forgive him. <sighs> it's fine. I was like, they don't fucking forgive him. No, it's hard. It's hard to as someone who has gone to therapy like most of her life. Mm hmm. For something around this, it's hard to forgive the person who does this to you. It's not mm-hmm. impossible, but it's hard. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, I'm not going to explain why, but sometimes things happen in your life. Like yesterday, Tara knows this. I got super triggered. Mm-hmm. I was like real upset about something mm-hmm. around this topic. And I was just like, shit, I thought I was okay. And sometimes you're just not. Yeah. But imagine being Jill Dillard and like, I'm sure every time she turns on social media, or whatever, people are asking her about shit like this. Yeah. People want to know. Yeah. And she she was a minor when her whole life changed. Mm-hmm. Not just because of the abuse, but because her parents signed them up to be on, yes, to be exactly. on reality TV. Yeah. And it's not even reality TV. <laughs> yeah. It's carefully orchestrated. Yes, which they do talk about in the next episode some, because I started watching it already. Oh, I'm excited. Yes. Okay. That's all I have for this episode. What are your thoughts? Sorry, oh. I ranted. No, that 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 was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I'm very excited. I don't want to say excited. I'm looking forward to us doing this series because it's like true crime stuff. And then like my other obsession is reality TV. So it's all together. <laughs> We should do like a series later in life on like reality TV stars who get busted for true crime things. There's all those fuckers who go to jail for tax evasion. You're not wrong. And other shit. Maybe in the future. <laughs> but with that, we're going to go now. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye okay. guys. Bye guys. <laughs>